Learning happens everywhere all the time. Hey there and welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast. I am your host, Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. My experience as a veteran homeschool mom, former public high school teacher, and mentor to homeschool families everywhere, along with periodic guests, will help you to create the homeschool experience you always wanted and your family deserves. Homeschooling is a leap of faith that can cause doubts, overwhelm, and uncertainty while trying to keep love of learning high and balance life, work, and kids. Each episode is packed with the strategies, tips, activity ideas, and resources you need to ensure your kids get a great education, create close family relationships, become good leaders, and have tons of fun. You'll learn everything from scheduling, curriculum, routines, and homeschooling multiple ages to increasing love of learning and everything in between. This podcast is different from anything else out there by also focusing on the thinking shifts that are the key to homeschooling successfully. Whether you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned veteran, make sure to subscribe so you'll gain the practical strategies and confidence you need to develop a rich love of learning culture and environment that results in passionate, lifelong learners. More than ever before, leaders are needed who have a great education and who use their unique talents and gifts to make this world better. Join me on my mission to raise our next generation of leaders through ensuring your family has a supportive and inspiring homeschool journey. Homeschooling is learning through life. You got this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Homeschool Success with Cami Wanis podcast. I'm so excited. This is our seventh episode, and we are also live in our Facebook group and on YouTube right now. So it is really exciting. We have lots to talk about today, especially since it is the beginning of the school year, and we are going to be talking about how to start the school year without complaints, without frustration and stress because we all know that that is what we associate with the beginning of school and we don't need that right we want to have a school year filled with ease we are all excited and so we're going to talk about a lot of different things not only to think about but also some strategies and some tips to just really take into account where you're starting from and where you're going so This is really, really exciting today. So when you are starting with a new school schedule or, you know, you're starting with, you know, maybe after Labor Day, some people start after Labor Day because they're old school, right? And some people love to just keep on going. That's really fun too. So it depends on where you are in your homeschooling journey. Sometimes, you know, if you're really a true unschooler, maybe you haven't even, you know, you just decided you're going to keep going and that's just your everyday life and school schedule doesn't even matter to you. Maybe that's just how it goes, right? But what happens at the beginning of the school year really has 
a tone and sets the tone for what happens in the rest of the school year. And you want it to be something that is exciting and fun because we're excited as parents. And whether we have been homeschooling or not already, we always need to take a check and see like what's necessary for this year and how do we keep love of learning high. So that's what I'm super excited about. And what I want to do is I want to make sure that you are using your kids' excitement to help you. And even if they're not excited, okay, they might not be excited if they've been in public school before or, you know, they've had bad experiences in the past. Maybe their love of learning is low. But, and that's okay because you can increase your, the level, love of learning in your home with just the start of the school year and how you approach it. So what I want you to do is I want you to take into account not only your excitement, but your kids' excitement or lack thereof. And we're going to talk about how it works, right? So we always get excited as parents when we're getting new curriculum or we have new schedules or we have something that is, you know, a new routine that we're like, man, we have new goals. We're all set. We're going to get started. This is going to be a great year but it might not go as expected. And it doesn't have to be that way. You actually can increase love of learning in the start of the school year. Now you all remember like the start of the school year when you were going to school in public school or private school, whatever. And the start of the school year was always this enormous like event, right? It was this this huge transition. And it was so fun because you're like in school half asleep, right? (laughs) I don't know as a teacher, I was a teacher in public education in high school for seven years. I was a high school English teacher. And every single year, we have all these expectations as teachers. We're all excited. We spend all these, this time getting our class together and our curriculum and our planning and everything like that. And then the school year starts and the first week, literally high schoolers are like zombies. <laughs> They are half asleep. They're not really there. They're super quiet. They it's so funny. They just this whole shift in this routine of what they normally do is really impactful. And so it's something that we adjust to as we go, but it doesn't necessarily foster super fun and love of learning journey, right? So you know, when you shift like that in a, in a really dramatic way, it can really impact kids, especially when they have trouble with routines or trouble with um, schedule changes, right? So what can you do? You can do a lot of things to actually change this and to actually have a wonderful school year and a star in an amazing way. You totally can do this. It is It is really easy, okay? The first thing I want you to do is I want you to evaluate your love of learning level. Mm -hmm, That's right. I did say you. (laughs) Evaluate your love of learning level. Do you, are you excited about learning? Do you learn stuff on a regular basis? Are you sharing it with your kids? Evaluate their love of learning level next. Then you say, okay, we're actually starting at a place a little bit lower than I wanted to be. We're not as excited. We're kind of coming down off a busy summer. Lots of us had really busy summers. I know mine was super busy. And so when you're starting a year, when you're really busy, you've been going, going, going all summer, you haven't really like had the chance to do a full reset yet. 
just take into account the level of love of learning. So is it high? Is it low? Could it be better? It could always be better, right? I mean, absolutely. But if you're starting from a low place or you're starting from kind of like apathy or hemming and hawing and like, oh, we're starting the school year. I'm not really sure. Or maybe you're starting from a place of, well, this is what we have to do. So we're going to make sure that we check the boxes. And I'm talking about the kids kind of attitude, but yours as well, for sure. So it's okay if you're starting at a level you don't want to be at, even if you took the summer off, this is huge, you guys, it's totally fine to take a family reset. The family reset is an idea that was, it's kind of takes an idea from de-schooling and just taking a break and it puts in a more productive time and a more productive routine than just everybody sitting around playing video games. Okay. This is an idea created by Thomas Jefferson education, TJ ed. It's a philosophy methodology of education. It's really amazing. And so what it is, is a productive renegotiation of different expectations for love of learning. It talks, it really talks about getting a renegotiation of relationships, of the family dynamics, of routines and schedules. So it really is something where you are taking everything out that wasn't working, right? And you're getting down to the basics. It's just simple. I'm going to do a whole episode on family reset because there is a lot in there. It's not just sitting around, okay? But it's okay if you need that. If you need to take a couple weeks and just like, we need to Calm down from the summer and re kind of slide into the school year, then that's okay. It's totally fine to do that. Even if you're working with a charter school, it is totally fine to do that. Just notify your, your teacher that you're working with and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And here's why. And just, they, they need to be okay with it, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so make sure that you take that family reset if you need to. It's totally fine. And then I want you to evaluate your plan. I want you to think about, does it send the right message about learning? Think about that. So evaluate what your routines are that you're thinking about implementing, the schedule that you're thinking about implementing. Is it too ambitious, maybe? Is it not ambitious enough? right? You want something to be in the right sweet spot, of course, and it's hard to tell what that is. That's why we have the Homeschool Success Club to help walk you through all those steps. But evaluate your plan. Evaluate your curriculum. Do you need to ditch it? Do you need to start anew? Do you need to, you know, maybe you haven't found one yet? That's okay. It's totally fine. You Guess what? You can learn outside of curriculum because what are my mantras? Homeschooling is learning through life and learning happens everywhere all the time. So when you are learning, you are totally going through this process. If, you know, when you're learning everywhere all the time, you're totally going through this process of renegotiating what curriculum is in your mind because it's not just in a book. It's not just online, right? It's all around us. So make sure you're renegotiating that educational should. Hopefully you listened to episode six. I talked about the educational should. If you haven't listened to the podcast episode six, make sure you go back and do that because you need to stop shooting on yourself, right? And that's a way to do that. So 
go back and listen to that episode. That's a really good one for the beginning of the school year. And that's one why, that's one reason why I put that in the first six episodes of our launch, because it is so important for everyone to stop shooting on themselves and their kids. So think about that. Think about evaluating your plan. Think about your space. Evaluate your space. What kinds of spaces do you have in your home for learning? And are they cluttered? Are they frustrating because it's too stressful? There's too much going on there. Is it a space where it encourages learning? It doesn't have to be a schoolroom. There's a whole nother uh, live I did on schoolroom or not. It's in our Facebook group and in YouTube. If you want to go check that out, that is not in our podcast podcast yet, but I'm sure I will re-record that eventually. So whether to have a homeschool room or not, definitely make sure you send the right message there. Okay. So then you want to think about your expectations. What are you expecting? Are you expecting your five-year-old to do, you know, two hours a day? Because that's not going to happen. <laughs> and if it does, if your kid's up for it, I mean, go for it. It's, when they're done though, they're done. Remember that, right? That's a way to keep love of learning high. So what are your expectations? Because they don't get that in public school. They do not. A kindergartner is not going to get two hours of active learning time. Okay. That's just not going to happen. And so, and, but remember a lot of it is like environmental learning, right? So that's going to happen too. So then, okay. After you evaluate your plan, then you're going to think about whether you involved your kids in your plan right? <laughs> Did you involve their interests, their ideas, their goals, what they want to accomplish, what they want to do, some projects they want to work on, things they want to learn about? Did you involve your kids? Because guess what? You're going to create so much more buy-in if you have their input, right? And you're also going to create ownership. That's where they start to say, hey, guess what? I'm directing some of my own education, if not all of it. So you can totally start to have them own their own education by having them at least have input in it, right? Eventually, as they get old enough or whatever, and, and we talk about this in the Homeschool Success Club, how to transition into that and out of that with schedules and everything. But that's how you create love of learning and ownership is when they are in at least having input or in control a little bit, right? So think about that. You can always be, I mean, as parents, right? We're always like, hey, so, you know, we, I mean, you want to learn how to, you know, put, build stuff and, you know, you were thinking about how bridges were made and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of engineering in that. And guess what engineering is about? It's a lot of math. It's a lot of like physics. And, you know, maybe we should put some of that into our studies as well, right? I mean, you know how to word it, right? To your kids where you're like selling the job, man. It's all a sales job. When I was teaching in public school, it was a gigantic sales job. That's what it was. It was great. It was great, really. So, then think it, think about your your plan for the first day, the first week, the first month, the first couple months. Think about how your scheduling and your routines are planned out there. Are you going to just jump in full board? Because there are a lot of people that, I mean, we're used to that, right? In public school, we just jump in full board. We go to school and there's school, right? And so, but with homeschooling, you don't have to do that, right? You can 
create an easing in structure where you are transitioning from one place and one schedule to a new schedule and new ideas, right? So what you want to do is you want to think about whether you're jumping in full board or not, are you increasing or at least maintaining love of learning? If you're not, then you might need to rethink that, okay? Even if you started this already, by the way, you can totally shift. You can totally renegotiate. This is not set in stone. The beauty of homeschooling is that you can always shift. You can always transition. You can always move. So if you've started already and you're like, uh, whoopsies, <laughs> we're not loving life right now, or we think that we could do a better job. Things are a little stressful. We're a little bit overworked from the summer and now we're transitioning back into school and it's a little bit stressful. Okay. You can totally renegotiate all that. So do that. Okay. So when you're easing in, you definitely can start with read alouds always start with read-alouds. Read-alouds are one of the most important things you can do for your kids and for yourself, really. But for love of learning, for sure. I mean, the one thing I love about read-alouds is I get to read the books too. <laughs> and they're always books that I've always wanted to read, right? Because I'm not going to pick a book I don't want to read, right? So that's super fun. And then, although if your kids are not used to that, you can limit it right away and then increase as you go. So, and if it's okay, if it's not like Moby Dick right now, okay? Okay, let's just take it down and take it down to something they're interested in. If they're not used to doing read-alouds, start with a book they're interested in. I don't even care if it's meaningful, like in terms of depth and quality or classic or something like that. doesn't matter right now. Just get them in the habit, get them interested, right? So do that first. Then you want to also think about maybe adding in a fun activity, a field trip, a project, or something that they choose to do. So I'm not talking about independently, but they choose to do as a part of their learning, right? So if they, you know, wanted to do an art project or they want to learn about butterflies or they want to, you know, whatever that is, they want to visit the zoo. Sure. Let's do, let's do some of that. So those are things to start out with. That's how you can ease in. And they have this almost like in their mind, probably, especially if they've been to public school before, it's almost like a, ah, like a, wow, okay, homeschooling is way different than I thought it was going to be. And you might think that too, right? You might think that too. You might think, hey, this is way different than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be super boring, but it's not. We can have tons of fun, right? I didn't realize we could learn in all these different ways in different places. Now we can. That's what your kids are going to be telling themselves after you're easing in and doing some fun things to start out, right? We always do that with our kids in public school, but really we're pressured to get in and just start getting things done. So we do that for maybe like the first week at the most. And then we really are pushing forward with, with content. So, but you as a homeschooler, you can do way different, right? You can do whatever you want, which is super fun. So you can ease in and you can remind your kids. Sometimes if they've been to public school, you're going to have to remind them, Hey, guess what? We just learned about what da, da 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 right? We just learned about this. We just learned about how to load a dryer, how to, you know, 
how to bake some cookies, how to, you know, whatever it is, that's learning too. how to plant new seeds for the fall in our garden, how to, whatever it is, you can tell them overtly about that because sometimes they do need the overt reminder. Even my kid who'd never been to public school, he was like, oh, we are learning right now. Yes, we're learning right now. And so you have to have that overt reminder sometimes. It's really, really important. That way they can start to get the message that learning happens everywhere all the time, right? Because it really, really does. So start with read alouds and a fun favorite. Just curl up on the couch. It's okay if your littles are doing something quiet and they're not sitting with you. They're still listening. It's totally fine. Okay, then start adding things slowly. Start adding things slowly. Just pick up one thing at a time and you're offering the carrot. Offer the carrot. Offer the carrot. Is, is this sticking? Can we do this? And and if it sticks, great. If it doesn't, then say, okay, we'll put that carrot down and we'll try it again. You know, that kind of thing. And so that's where you're, if you force it, you're going to lower level of learning and you're going to really have a problem with trying to get your kids interested in homeschooling and learning because they're going to be like, oh man, this is like everything's so frustrating. They're going to force us to do stuff we don't want to do. I mean, there is a time and a place to learn that lesson, but it doesn't always have to be with academics. Okay. I know that's something to kind of blow your mind about, but it really, really is. And we talk about that too in great detail in the homeschool success club. So, okay. And the other thing is to take your kids' interests and preferences into consideration. Again, I bring that up because it's so important. It's how you really create buy-in, you create ownership, you're working together, right? They know this is for them. It's not for you. They you don't have to say, I've already been through school. I don't have to do this. This isn't for me. You don't need to know that. You're still learning. That's what they need. They need the inspiration of still learning. Everybody's learning all the time. It's just the way that we live life. Okay. So the result, what is the result of all this? The result is a stress-free, fun, happy environment where we're just learning and we're excited about it. You can have that. I know you don't think you can, but you can. You really can. I do. I mean, it's amazing what I've learned in the last three months to put this podcast together. I can't even begin to tell you, but what amazing experience it's been to do that with my son watching me and then with the frustrations and everything. And then also having him assist you guys, he actually helped me put the, choose the music and edit my trailer. So, and he's always looking over my shoulder. What you doing? What you doing? You know, he's 14, man. He's still looking over my shoulder. So it's really, really fun to be able to do that. And he even told me, mommy, I'm so excited that we got to work on your trailer together. That was really fun. And it gives him ownership over what we're doing in our household, where I'm spending my time, where he's spending his time and what we're doing together. And learning can be fun, right? It can be totally fun because we learned that together. I mean, I really had, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of clue about what I was doing. So it was a lot of learning like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know what that button does. Let's check that out. Let's look at a YouTube video. Let's look at this. So it really can be fun when you do it together and you can increase both of your loves of learning, you can totally have a high level of love of learning in your home and you can have an awesome, awesome start to the school year. So I really hope that you guys take a little 
minute or two to just reevaluate and look at where you're starting from. If you've already started, just go ahead and do it again. Just re just say, how did we start? Evaluate that. What's the level of love of learning? Take a family reset if we need to. It's okay if you started already just to stop and say, well, we messed that up. <laughs> Let's start again <laughs> and take a family reset. It's important, right? Evaluate your plan, involving your kids and easing in. All of those things are really, really important to think about. So I hope you guys have a great start to the school year if you haven't yet. And even if you've already started or if you're just all in all the time, all year round schooling, like we tend to be, although now that we're in like a high school mode, um, it's some of the things are transition because they don't start until the fall or whatever. They don't start till the school year starts. So we're a little bit in transition to where some of that's like, oh, oh, it's a different routine now. Usually it was always the same, but now it's kind of like, oh, there's a little different routine. If you're loving this information and want to connect with Cami live, join our Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. Every Thursday in Live with Cami, you can get more great homeschool tips, how-tos and resources and get your questions answered. And subscribe to our newsletter to get your free ebook, Creating Educational Harmony in Your Home. See show notes for the links. Hope to see you live. This is an informational podcast. The information presented in each episode is the most recent and honest to the best of the presenter's ability. Results are not guaranteed. This podcast aims to educate and there are no guarantees of results implied. Listeners are encouraged to seek out and meet their local homeschool requirements. Any products, websites, and company names mentioned in this podcast are their respective owner's trademarks or copyright properties. The presenter is not associated or affiliated with them in any way unless otherwise stated. Nor does the referred product, website, or company necessarily sponsor, endorse, or approve this podcast. We hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. This content is copyrighted and not authorized for reproduction.